welcome. I'm Victoria Schnepps, president of Schnepps Media. And today, interviewing a wonderful power woman. And if there ever was a power woman with a, because wait till you hear about the power drinks that she helped brand, she is Alex Galinzas. So welcome, Alex. I'm so happy to have you here with me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me come in and chat with you. Well, I know that we'll talk a little more later, but the Red Bull Energy, uh, Galicia, Vitamin Water, I mean, those are things that you help brand and bring to the market. Yes, when they were in their early stages and then nurtured them the way that I've done with my children. <laughs> uh, so yes, definitely great brands. I've been blessed. So who had nurtured you growing up? Who influenced you in your growing up years to help you be who you are today? Yeah, well, I think I definitely got the entrepreneurial bug from my parents. My mom and my dad came to the, U the U.S. from Colombia very, very early on and, you know, were kind of self-made. So they started off in a factory and packing boxes and eventually created their own business, um, an exporting business. Uh, so I think I got the, um, the hope that one could, you know, build the American dream or have the American dream early on just by way of example with my parents. And because, you know, their work was also kind of physical. So as I mentioned, you know, they, they created this exporting company and a lot of their day-to-day -day was like packing boxes. I think I also kind of grew accustomed to having both like a cerebral job as well as a physical job. And that may have been the entry into beverage for me because to this very day, I've got days where I'm sitting in a boardroom and I'm, you know, going through a PL. And I've got days where I'm writing with a distributor and schlepping cases around and making sure that our shelves look great or in a cool box. So I think that versatility came early and, and I embraced it and I still do. Well, I think there's nothing um, like having uh, the seeing of what a life is like in terms of entrepreneurship to become what you are today. And tell us a little bit of what you're doing now. Tell us about the company and what you've been doing branding wise of these wonderful products that are now household names. Yes, yes. So, um, so I'm the CEO of a beverage called Roar. Um, so that's Roar as in like Katy Perry's Roar, R-O-A-R. <laughs> and it is a product that has been formulated really to deliver what we call complete hydration. The thinking behind this packaging, this formulation and, and the product offering is that, you know, consumers want more out of their beverages. If not, they would just be drinking water all the time, but they don't just want um, beverages that are like high in sodium or high in sugar. They want to be able to, first of all, hydrate, but then second of all, also get added benefits. So we formulated for complete hydration to have 100% daily value of vitamins B5, B6, B12, um, which are your you know, energy and stress mitigating vitamins, as well as 100% of um, antioxidant vitamins C and E. What that basically enables us to do is you know, deliver a product um, to consumers that has a really, really high nutritional value in terms of vitamins, but is also really refreshing. And one um, key di differentiator of our offering is the electrolytes. So, you know, everybody knows the usual suspects when it comes to sports drinks and electrolytes, Gatorade and Powerade. But, you know, we really have a, a bit of a, a unique offering in our electrolytes. We source them from coconut water. So we're not adding a ton of salt and sodium 
to get you that hydration. So you can hydrate rapidly, but then you're not really facing the negative of the um, effects that come with electrolytes, which are usually like swelling and a high uh, sodium intake. We've got four flavors. And um, funny enough, they all kind of compete neck and neck. Everyone is always asking like, what's your top seller? And we, we really don't have a top seller. They're all really across the board. And I think people kind of you know, feel like they can, you know, either uh, have the, the bottles and the flavors reflect their personality or something because people just gravitate to different ones, but pretty equally. We've got uh, cucumber watermelon. That's uh, one of our flavors. Um, mango clementine, blueberry, acai. Those are, you know, our, not our top three, but our very popular three. And the last one is Georgia peach, um, which is actually named after our founder's daughter. So her name is Georgia. And they're delicious, only 20 calories and um, two to three grams of sugar. How'd you get the name? Tell us again. How do you spell it? Oh, it's Roar, R-O-A-R. Roar. Oh, yeah. That's what my husband used to do. I used to say he roared like a lion, (laughs) doctor, and everybody was afraid of him because he roared. Oh, I love that word, roar. Well, we don't have that kind of side effect, but the (laughs) thing is that, you know, the, the inspiration for the name is that it is, it's such a potent and complete hydrating product that we really do energize and, and just, you know, we are enabling the internal roar in, you know, in our consumers, you know, it's a great tasting, great, great tasting products. Hopefully you've tried or you will try. Yes. Well, you know, um, when you chose that, so do you get hired by a company when you said the owner's daughter's name is Georgia? Yes. Do, is that his company? And then he hires you to brand and to bring to market his product? Yeah. Well, so it's different. It, it actually is different across some of the brands that I've worked um, I've worked with. On this one in particular, there is a private equity group that came in and made a, a large investment. And they wanted the founder to stay on. Um, He's a great innovator. He has an incredible knack for design. Um, And you can see it in our bottles. I mean, he is, you know, he's the one who created uh, the design of our bottles and they're just fantastic. But they wanted somebody that had the beverage experience. So I'm talking about the private equity group here that made a majority investment into Roar. So they wanted somebody who really had the beverage experience that that would work hand in hand with the founder. So he would be driving all things in innovation and inspiration. And I'm doing the nuts and bolts of the brand building from a more of a commercialization. So I do the sales, the marketing, the operations, the finance. Um, he does the innovation. He does the trend tracking. You know, if there is like a new functionality that is out there in the marketplace, he's always kind of like the first to know. So it's a beautiful yin and yang because we've got his creative mind you know, kind of driving the inspiration of, of the brand. And I'm, do, I'm kind of running the business. But the actual brand is owned by a company called Factory LLC, which is a private equity group. So, you know, the other thing I saw in your career is that you were working with Burger King yes. in their ethnic diverse. Talk to us a little about, I'm fascinated yeah. by that. So that is the, that's, it's funny, that role was a bit, not a departure, but it was really one of the stepping stones that kind of, um, I think really just blew up my career in a good way. So before that, yes, I had worked at great brands, Red Bull and Vitamin Water, you know, very, very early stages. And we're like building this brand. We sell off Vitamin Water to Coca-Cola, which is great. But Burger King was really the first time that I was able to do everything from product development to bringing it into the marketplace. 
at Red Bull and, and Vitamin Water, they handed me a product and they said, go out there and you know commercialize it. In this case, I was creating products for specific segments. So, you know, 40% of uh, Burger King sales are multicultural audiences, um, primarily Hispanic and African American. And it was pretty evident from our sales that the approach to business um, development within these groups just needed a bit of a nuance. So my job as the multicultural marketing director at Burger King was to do everything from the research of the marketplace. So what are food trends within these communities, then um, to put together, you know, the business strategy for um, product development. So um, a lot of like the spicy foods came out of my division um, because there was, you know, there was just this liking for, um, you know, spicy foods. Um, we did a lot with like ranch sauces and we would develop the products and the pricing. Then we would develop the sales plan and the marketing plan. Then I would sell it to franchisees. We should talk about that. Franchisees similar to distributor. Holy cow, what a tough audience to, to get buy-in from. And then we would launch the products and you know do our performance tracking. So that was the first time that I was in a business ownership position. Even though I'm working for a major corporation, I had accountability from everything from product development to bringing it into the marketplace. Share with me a little bit then about how you think you were able to not only crush the glass ceiling, but to succeed in a very male-dominated industry to the success you have today. What advice would you give other people? Oh, gosh. Okay. So I'd say the advice would certainly be be resilient. I mean, I think one of the things that I, you know, learned early on is to have um, a little bit of tough skin. And I attribute that to my sales counterpart at Red Bull, who, you know, I was coming into the organization and he's just like, this is just some, you know, young marketing girl. He didn't want to give me a seat at the table with any of our distributors. He didn't want me to have a seat at the table with our retailers. You know, he thought it would be a risk. And I just persisted, you know, and started to show him value, you know, so like, this is the value that I could bring to your conversations. And, you know, he probably had me like audition (laughs) Um, before he finally gave me a seat at the table. But when when he did, he was grateful. And from that point forward, you know, he allowed me to come into these and actually present, you know, to these really, really kind of high stakes um, conversations. But that really was when I learned business case development. So if you are trying to achieve something, what are the data, what is the data and the facts supporting what you're trying to achieve? And I've always been really data centric because people don't, are not persuaded all that often in a male centric world based on emotion. They're, you know, persuaded based on performance and facts. Um, And I've always, always been a really big champion of um, financial reporting and and sales reporting and and just fact-based decision-making. Well, I think that that kind of ingredient of persistence that you were not going to give up when he said no, it's almost like you just started when he said no, you said, well, let me show you how, and you did, and you are successful. So I am so pleased today to have been able to interview Alex Galindez, who is a real success story and a power woman that I am so pleased to have been able to chat with today. This is Victoria Schnepp saying goodbye until next time. Bye.